burning though like for reals like super eternally I believe it's meant to be okay yes yeah yeah he does he just belongs only to me oh okay enough of that that was so stupid hey guys it's me it's not that Maggie it's that other Maggie it's me yeah I know I don't know why <laughs> I was so stupid anyway um so how you doing how you doing um <laughs> okay this is so stupid I just gotta get through it okay so I had this idea that I wanted to share um, <laughs> my secret stash of happiness and no it's not singing it's, it's not singing although it is a great um, distressor for me so most of the time, um, more freely now that I am working from home and I'm just, you know, free to be, to exist, uh, <laughs> I sing all the time. I sing all the time. I sing um, everywhere and anywhere every time I feel a little bit of stress. And it's kind of fun because I kind of get to <laughs> give myself my own personal um, soundtrack, you know. So anyway, yes. So who are we talking about when we were when, when I was singing that song? <laughs> Although, um, okay. Okay, this is just, I'm just going to get through it. Okay, so anyway, the topic for today is happy crushes and why they work. All right, what are, what in the world are happy crushes, Maggie? What what the hell are they? Uh, according to the um, Urban Dictionary, a happy crush is a description of a person you admire happily but don't have real feelings for. You don't have real feelings for them other than a little romantic admiration. It's a one-sided romance that you don't mind at all. Uh, there, there's some more other definitions for it, but I think that's the one that suffices, right? Because for as long as I remember, <laughs> this is so stupid. I'm openly admitting this. I've had many, many, many happy crushes, who um, and imaginary boyfriends. <laughs> yes, hello, boom, there it is. Hi, hi, good morning. Anyway, um, so what are these things, right? Well, happy crushes, I think, uh, when most people talk about it, these are people that they actually know. Like, for example, it's a hmm, an acquaintance or a friend of a friend who you find super attractive but really have little or, just, you know, just a little bit, just a little bit of an intention to try to get together with. But, you know, for me, because I'm in a... Okay, I'll talk about that later as well. But, you know, as you know, I, I talk about having a partner and we've been together for, like, 8,000 years and such, right? Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Math doesn't make sense. I'm 5,001 years old. And he and we've been together for 8,000 years old. Yes, I guess it's meant to be. So let's stick with that. But anyway, um, how does this work with you and this happy crushes and imaginary boyfriends, right, Maggie? Okay, well, first of all, what are these things, right? What is a crush anyway? You know, like, I find it um, weird sometimes. Weird or, or strange sometimes that when I openly talk about having a crush on someone um with uh, with a person i know for example like i think i crushed that person or i think i crushed that i crushed this i crushed that 
they they automatically assume that um I guess there's this connotation that comes along with it that you know you have feelings for them that you want to act up on. But I think personally when you say crush, you know, um it's someone that you just admire. Which actually uh if I think about it, when I was young, like a kid, you know, about to be a preteen or even in my preteen years. Every time we talk about a crush, you know, because we had this thing called a slam book. I don't know. I don't know if you guys <laughs> even remember that because those are ancient relics from another time, I, I, I think. <laughs> or if you do, then, hey, you know, slam books, <laughs> right? So the slam book thing, um, basically, it's, it's a book, a notebook or like a book. It's a book. What the hell, Maggie? Is the coffee not kicking in? It's a book that has a bunch of questions on it for you to answer and one of them is um who is your crush or or why do you like this person and so on and so forth right so we used to have them around like a lot when we were kids and there's really it it was never like a thing that you're like oh oh maggie wrote that that she has a crush on this guy and you know she's probably gonna go and try to ask him out It, it was never like that it was more of um it was always accepted as it was a romantic admiration or just an admiration of some sort, right? It was it was like, what did you like about this person? What did you admire about them? What, what, what were the traits that were so amazing that this person is your crush? That's what it was like, you know, so growing up. So when I, when I think about that, in that context, you know, happy crushes is a good thing to have, you guys. You beautiful person, you know what I mean? So, I've always had happy crushes. <laughs> and, and most of them, you know, actors, singers, you know, who, whoever um, had a quality. Like, there was always this one quality that I was looking for. And I'll talk about that a little bit later. That I was looking for and I always sort of kind of... um get drawn to you know there was always a trait so you know uh, i did a bunch of research and stuff but i won't bore you with that but basically basically um people were saying that crushes are a healthy means for younger people to kind of figure out what sort of um person that they'd like to be with right or or even even like um i think we can go as far as uh saying that if you have a crush on someone and you admire a trait about them you know, you could also kind of, you know, think about, you know, why do I like this person and that trait? What makes it so attractive? And maybe I, if I like it so much, maybe I should start thinking about maybe doing the same exact thing, right? That's what a crush does, right, you guys? You know, you know, okay, okay, let's get real. You know, how many of you, how many of you here have sort of adapted to the genre of um, or style that their crushes had, Yep, I'm raising both hands because I have. Like, for example, it's it was very common for me to see to see um, people sort of alter the way they dress or listen to music that they don't really mi- listen to once they start dating someone, right? You sort of kind of like blend and mirror. And I think mirroring is a is a normal thing and it's a sign of attraction as well when you mirror someone. You know, so how many of you guys were there, you know, kind of like, oh, my God, I think I have a crush on this rock star. And the next thing you know, you're wearing all black, painting your nails dark, you know, things like that. Or or, um, oh, my God, like this this uh, athlete is so amazing. What he did was so admirable. And next thing you know, you're out there trying to do the same exact sport. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once upon a time, I was um, a skater girl. <laughs> good thing. I mean, I'm happy to report that I didn't break any bones and stuff. I mean, I was getting sort of good at it. You know, I would actually just skate up and down the road or, or from point A to point B, but it just never stuck, I guess, because... <laughs> It was something I wanted to try. And yes, there may have been a boy that I had a, a, a happy crush on back then. <laughs> who actually went to the mall with me and helped me pick my first pair of galluses and stuff like that. And even helped me pick my board because he knew exactly, you know, for my, my build, my height and everything. He knew exactly. But anyway, that's another story. And, and I, I really don't keep in touch with him anymore. Hmm. I wonder how he's doing. I hope he's well. Anyway, it, it did, never went beyond that right because i think there's a difference between the person you have a happy crush on and the person you actually end up with or want to be with because those two are two separate things right like okay um imaginary boyfriends i feel <laughs> i say boyfriends yes you heard that right my beautiful creatures my beautiful friends my beautiful people you heard that right because i have more than one and yeah uh so right now right now we are thinking about uh oh my god andrew garfield i just went out and said this is so stupid yeah like the the happy crush for this month i guess is um andrew garfield and why is that i mean it, it's timely isn't it i mean the, the movie spider-man uh, no way home is coming out with tom holland and everything and and it's so silly it's so silly because you know how like i talk about maintenance crying um, from time to time, I, I actually, you know, go to The Amazing Spider-Man 1 and The Amazing Spider-Man 2 in order to have a maintenance cry sometimes because there's nothing, there's nothing like the way uh, that man humanized um, Peter Parker for me. Like, like it was already a given. It was already a given that, you know, Spider-Man is amazing and, you know, we all love him. But it was another for me, it was another thing for me to actually fall in love with peter parker as a person but he did it for me yay yep he did <laughs> and yeah i know i mean it was kind of like a more of like a romantic uh superhero movie more than anything and then i get that i get that everyone has different tastes like i have this like big long debates with my boys sometimes on <laughs> why that particular um spider-man movie was not really a superhero movie and then you know we get into this like long drawn ass battles of who's right and wrong and then i start to like wave around my <laughs> my filmmaking certificate you know and stuff like that i'm a filmmaker i know better and they're like i'm a big nerd i know stuff and i'm like okay i still love you though you know what i mean but anyway going back to happy crushes right why do they work well i think personally they're, they're pretty harmless Right. I mean, as long as you're not you don't go into it having the intention of trying to, you know, start something with a person, especially if you're in a committed relationship. Right. OK, let me just, you know, get to this part first. People are going to be like, why do you have so many imaginary boyfriends, Maggie? You're, you're in a relationship, right? You're you're in a in a in a long, long committed relationship. Why? Yes, I am. Yes, I am. And I'm very, you know, proud to say that. Uh, my partner and I have lasted years and years and years and years after and it's still going. It's still going and it's good and, and it's nice, right? But what? how did you... How, hello? I can't talk. How do these um, imaginary boyfriends come into play? Well, I think personally, when you have an imaginary boyfriend, it's a person of your own creation, 
right? E- even even if you say, even if you say that, for example, like my current imaginary boy boyfriend, did I just have a weird accent right there? Anyway, my, my current imaginary boyfriend is Andrew Garfield, right? Even even if I say that it's Andrew Garfield, the Andrew Garfield that I'm dating in my head is still a creation of my own, right? So so it's someone I created in his sort of his sort of like image. It's not really him because I don't know him personally. I don't know what he really likes. What what I um sort of built, how I've built him in my head to be my imaginary boyfriend are coming from like the projects and the movies and the interviews that I've seen online. And those are just I think little snippets of what a person is like. So I don't really know him, but there's this version <laughs> of Andrew Garfield in my head and that's who I'm dating, right? So why do we do this, right? And how this is affects my um, my relationship, it I can't say it doesn't because the effects that it has on my current relationship is actually pretty fun. Uh, what do you mean? You guys are weird. No, I, I think ever since, okay, there was this, I was this girl once, okay, once upon a time in the beginning of our relationship when, when okay, this is so stupid, you guys. <laughs> It's so stupid, <laughs> but it's so it's not stupid as much as it's silly. Okay, it's so silly. I shouldn't be saying stupid. It's so silly because in the very beginning of our relationship, um, so we started, you know, kind of like we we made this rule before we made this rule. This is what happened. Okay, the rule that we made was um, basically whatever goes on in our own private phones is ours. We're we're not. I mean, we know each other's like passcode and stuff for emergency purposes, and we even know each other's like you know personal stuff. We have access to like the very personal stuff, but anything on there is our own private space, you know. And and you know what? Whoever he talks to, I'm not reading his chats, and I'm, he's not reading my chats. And in this way, it's kind of like a. I think I feel it's it's a grand gesture of trust. Like there's tremendous trust between the both of us that we don't have to sort of keep mm, snooping around, you know, looking at each other's personal spaces. But but you know, don't get me wrong. Like he and I, we we strongly believe as individuals that whatever actions or whatever choices you make, there's always going to be consequences for them, and we're gonna be held accountable. <laughs> so basically, it's it's like um. A rule that we have each other's spaces, right? And it all started from me being silly and maybe young, I think. that That's the word for it. I was young and, and untrusting and, I don't know, um, insecure, I guess. Because, you know, everyone has insecurities. But this one was like the one where I'm really not proud, proud of. I'm not so proud of this. Because I told him, I told him, when we were looking through each other's Instagrams, you know, we were showing each other like a bunch of stuff. He was like, I saw that there were like lots of like women on there. I mean, not even like women we know. It's just a lot of like celebrities and athletes and chefs and things like that. And I got mad. Baby Maggie got mad and upset. And, you know, like, and I had this like whole thing where I'm like, am I not enough for you? But, you know, thinking about it now, like years, many years down the line, it wasn't about me. Like, you know, who am I to dictate to my partner what he can look at and not look at? You know, you know what I mean? But at the end of the day, and you're like probably thinking, but, you know, isn't that cheating? No, it's not. It's him being himself and me being myself. And it doesn't affect our relationship any. Um, We still 
have great love and great respect for each other. And what comes with that is the fact that we respect each other's private and personal mental spaces, I guess. I don't know. I don't know if people are going to be like totally in disagreement about this whole thing. But, you know, whatever works for you works for you. Because, you know, we actually have so much fun. Kind of like, you know. I'll be in my workstation and then he'll be in his workstation and he'll raise his hand and I'll be like, hey, what's up? And then he'll be like, have you seen this girl? This girl is amazing. She's my crush. And then he'll he'll proceed to show me all of these amazing things that this girl does. And I think um, by having these sort of um, happy crushes, like for us as individuals, it also lessens the pressure for your partner to be super perfect. Because I think each of us, we have um, an ideal an, an ideal of what idealized version of what our partner should be like or could be like and things like that but at, at the end of the day if you think about it it just puts so much pressure on this person that you're supposed to love and keep safe and protect from this harsh world right so it was good it was good because okay for instance I mean, I mean, my, my partner is amazing for, for this. He's never given me any shites for whatever body type or if I've gained so much weight of, or lost so much weight or whatever it is that I'm doing, how I dress, how I dress. Like, I've never heard anything from him regarding how he would prefer me to be like. I mean, he'd laugh at me, like, <laughs> affectionately from time to time, questioning my wardrobe choices. But, you know, it, it was nothing. It was nothing because he understood and I understood that we he or i will never be our ideal or our idea i can't i still can't talk good morning hello coffee are you here are you here i'm summoning the coffee okay we're good like he and i will never be our ideal versions of whoever it is we have in our heads right because we are an actual living breathing evolving being i guess is how I could phrase it. So anyway, how do these happy crushes work? Okay, so in your head, you're sort of kind of like dating this imaginary boyfriend thing, right? And I think if you are younger, it kind of helps you figure out what kind of boy or what kind of girl or what kind of person you like. Because, you know, <laughs> I've had many imaginary boyfriends, <laughs> my beautiful friends, who I broke up with after like, three weeks <laughs> i know i know and it's and it's simply because you know like while this fantasy or this imagination 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 is happening in my head you know eventually i'll run across something that he would probably not be mm, he'd be doing that'll be like mm, that i don't think i don't think so i don't think so and and i guess as a person who writes and you know who's had experience in acting and stuff like that you know it, we kind of get used to breathing life into um, characters that we see on, on, on the script or when we're writing. We kind of sort of like internalize and figure out how this character would, would be like, you know. And when, I, when you have imaginary boyfriends or imaginary girlfriends, you sort of write them. You write their personalities as well, right? And the beautiful part about this my beautiful creatures is once they you know once it's over it's over for you like a relationship over like i can't i can't i can't with how messy you are anymore and i can't with you being late and i can't with you being all cryptic every time you i don't know whisper sweet nothings into my ear you can just break up with them and it's and no one gets hurt really <laughs> so yes i've had lots and lots of imaginary boyfriends um over time 
right? And and I think the one of the reasons why I started having them in the first place, if if I think about it, was because um, th- there was there were times in my life when um, I really didn't want to date. You know, I didn't want to date. Uh, my friends were always there. You know, I've had you know support and everything and love, but I just I, there was a part of me that was kind of like lonely, right? And it's 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 a void. It's a void that none of my friends or my support system could have filled, right? Because it it's a space for a partner, a companion, right? In that aspect, romantically and anything else. And I think having mm, imaginary boyfriends helped me go through some stuff that uh, I think a real person may not be able to or wouldn't have been able to you know help me through like for example when i was you know single for a, a while i don't even know if it was a long time but i was single for a while um by choice because i wanted to focus on something something um i wanted to do and my schedules were just a wreck it was just there was no room for dating or even hanging out with some of my friends so during this time uh that <laughs> To alleviate, I guess, my, my loneliness, I had imaginary boyfriends, you know. And it got me it got me through some tough times. And at the same time, I think the most important thing that it did was it kept my hopeless romantic heart alive. You know, it's it's kinda like, you know, I had no time to like read a romance novel. And yes, I do. I do I was raised on romance novels, okay? Okay, leave it. It's <laughs> I think it's pretty cool. <laughs> right? Anyway, so it, it kept my hopeless romantic heart beating, you know. And also like I think my since I'm the one who's creating my imaginary boyfriend in my head, it was kind of like having the chance to sort of talk to myself. Does that make any sense? Because this 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 character that I'm I've created in my head is actually of of my own creation, duh. And Whatever he says, the conversation we've had or we have is basically also me. I mean, it kind of it kind of sounds strange now that I'm <laughs> that I'm, I'm 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 talking about it, but but I think you get what I mean because the way he would answer or the way he would um, say things would be probably how I would I would as well. And and having these imaginary conversations with my imaginary boyfriends is a way for me to sort of kind of like figure out who I am as well and, and stuff right and I think it's it's a healthy way as long as you don't sort of get get totally obsessed with it because it's something I think that you know you can indulge in for a little bit and then you can put in a closet and then forget about for a little bit and then carry on with with your with your life right um, go through your normal day today and stuff like that, right? I think they're pretty much harmless, and they're they're they are a good source of a feel good um, feeling, <laughs> right? It, it you know they also figure out help you figure out what you like and things like that, I suppose. And and I think you know it, it's good when you try to figure it out that way because. At least you don't sort of, um, if you're dating someone or if you have a crush on a real person, for instance, you don't, this idealized version of what you have in your mind of what a partner is, you don't sort of kind of like, you know, put it on that other person that you want to be in a relationship with or in, or is in a relationship with. You don't put it on them and you don't pressure them into changing to be more like this and more like that, right? Because at the end of the day, you, we, we really don't want a partner who we've conditioned and who we've um, 
kind of like trained to do something you know this is wrong you know you, you don't you don't try to change a person that way if anything if you want to help a person change again i say help a person change i mean it better be for the better and for positive things rather than sort of kind of like shaping them into how you want them to be and and note my beautiful person my beautiful creature if if you feel if you're in a relationship right now currently or it's dating someone currently right now if you feel that they're trying to change you in any way in any way that is uh you feel like it's sort of like a controlling shaping grooming type thing talk to them about it and and if it's really you know just so that you find out what the intention is and and if and if the moment that you figure out or realize that they're that's exactly what they're trying to do they're trying to shape you into their ideal woman or man or or lover get out of there just just get out of there because you know personally speaking from experience i've had that and it's the worst it's the worst i mean once you end it and <laughs> it's not just about you know uh sort of healing from the end of the relationship there's also a lot of healing that you have to do for yourself because there are parts of you that they may have broken in order for them to you know get their ideal person so just you know get out of there don't even deal with that and, and have imaginary boyfriends or girlfriends like me <laughs> you know i mean i it sounds so silly it sounds so silly but i i invite you to check it out you know i invite you to sort of um do it um because it's healthy as long as remember there are boundaries you guys i mean if, if for example you're like me and I, and right now like I'm dating Andrew Garfield, um, I know I'm still very very aware, aware that you know, the version of him that I have in my head is my version of him and it's and it's totally not him himself, right? And and I think the reason why I wanted you guys to, to I wanted to talk to you guys about this is because this is something that you know makes makes you happy and because it makes me happy and it probably could make you happy during the day. You know, as you go about it, and you don't have to feel so like everything is bad. And, and I'm and I'm a hundred percent sure you, my beautiful creature, already have a happy crush. But I guess I just wanted to, you know, <laughs> talk about it in the open, just so that you know everyone would understand that this is a pretty okay thing to do. I guess because you know when when i have friends and they kind of like ask me sometimes, so who are we crushing on right now? And it's become kind of like a joke. Because, you know, they know that I always have so many, so many happy crushes and imaginary boyfriends, right? I know it sounds so silly, but these little encounters in my head give me this, like, really, really feel-good thing. And, and it's just for me. And and I know my, my partner has them, too. I mean, it's kind of funny because we would be like, he'd be, he sometimes he'd be like, Hey, what do you think of this girl? I think she's an amazing actress, you know, so on and so forth and blah, blah, blah. And I'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked her in, yeah, in here. And then I'll be, you know, and sometimes the conversation would even get longer. I'd be like, yeah, in this movie that she did, I thought she was like this, blah, 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 blah. And would actually have really good conversations with it. So anyway, I gotta go. Um, but I hope that you don't feel as bad for having happy crushes, whether you're single or whether you're in a commitment in a committed relationship but you know if you're in a committed relationship do share do share with your partner these feelings because you may be surprised about what you'd know about your partner and how your relationship could flourish right but if you're if you're single dude 
have as many as you want. It doesn't really matter. It's it's in your private mental headspace, and as long as you don't get obsessed with it, then you're good. Anyway, my beautiful person, and that's it. And I'll catch you later. Yes. Yeah, we'll hang out again. All right. I love you, and I hate to leave you, but I gotta go. Bye.